Hello and welcome to My Tiny Bottles, the project where I'm exploring my grandmother's legacy of miniature liquor bottles, one tiny bottle at a time. I'm your host, Tammy Coxon. This episode, it's two bottles for the price of one. Both of these bottles come from Reveal 4, but they were wrapped up separately, and until I took a closer look, I had no idea they'd come from the same distillery. Bottle number 22 is the Stillmasters Reserve Kirschwasser from Reader Distillery. Kirschwasser is an eau de vie or unaged brandy made from cherries. Bottle number 23 is Bolivar Coffee and Brandy Liqueur, also from Reader Distillery, and described on the bottle as a fine liqueur made from choice South American coffees prepared in the traditional way and specially blended with brandy. Since I could find out a lot more about Reader Distillery than about either of the liquids in these two bottles, I decided to pair them up. Reader Distillery was established in Grimsby, Ontario, Canada in 1972 by Otto Reader. Grimsby is a small town on the shores of Lake Ontario between Hamilton and St. Catharines. It's smack in the middle of the Niagara region, one of Canada's most productive fruit-growing areas. Otto was a Swiss immigrant who immediately saw the potential of all this fruit and set up a distillery to make fruit brandies, a.k.a. eau de vie, in the Swiss style. Apparently he was really good at it, and his eau de vie were excellent. The trouble was that, while eau de vie was popular in Europe, nobody in Ontario in the 1970s was particularly interested in it. But Otto adapted and started making aged brandies as well as more popular spirits and liqueurs. This included the Boulevard coffee liqueur, but also Prince Igor vodka, which in the 1980s was promoted with the tagline, Prince Igor has no taste. Although several sources say the business was little more than a hobby, he must have been doing all right because in 1985 they expanded their facilities. But by 1992, Otto was ready to retire, and his financial backers sought out a replacement. Enter John Hall, a Canadian winemaker who came on as CEO and purchased an equity stake in the company. Hall brought new energy and enthusiasm with him and recognized the potential in the distillery. He applied for and received a winery license, and in 1993 changed the name from Reader Distillery to Kitling Ridge Estate Wine and Spirits. Along with the buildings and inventory, Hall inherited the staff, which included blender Bill Ashburn, who had joined the company in 1987. Although he'd come from wine, Hall was definitely thinking bigger than that from the start, because shortly after the acquisition, he asked Ashburn, can we make whiskey and wine, but sell the wine until the whiskey is good enough that people will buy it? Turns out the answer was yes. In 2000, Kitling Ridge released 40 Creek Canadian whiskey to popular acclaim, both north and south of the border. It was so popular that in 2012, they rechristened themselves to Forty Creek Distillery, and they still operate as that today, although now under their new owners, Spirits Conglomerate Campari Group. One thing that hasn't changed in all that time is the guy making the whiskey. That's still Bill Ashburn, who's been working at the distillery for 36 years and has spent most of that time as their master blender. While he acknowledges that he's come a long way, he still fondly remembers his time working for and being mentored by Mr. Reader. Bill might have had a hand in the distillation of my tiny bottles. It's hard to put a date on either of them besides before 1992, when the first name change happened. Pictures and advertising from the late 70s and early 80s show the eau de vie packaged in square bottles, but my tiny bottle is a clear glass wine bottle shape and is labeled Stillmaster's Reserve, so maybe it was special and packaged differently? The company still makes Boulevard coffee liqueur today, and my mini of it is in a plastic bottle, which implies 1980s, although I don't actually know for sure when Canada allowed plastic bottles for liquor packaging. The distillery in Grimsby is still open and available for tours, so hopefully I'll be able to pay them a visit and maybe ask Bill Ashburn himself. 
Thanks for listening. If you're not a subscriber, hit that follow button now. If you are, thanks. And please tell a friend about My Tiny Bottles. Visit MyTinyBottles.com for pictures of these ones and follow at MyTinyBottles on your social media for more. Cheers! This episode was produced by Lester Graham. The theme song is Snooter by Josh Woodward.